Next one is Scribble. Yeah, this is a big one. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Flutter Pod. My name is Mitch, and I'm joined with my good friend David. David, how's your week going, man? Hey, man. It's,、uh, it's been going good. How, how, how are you? Yeah, I'm better because I got, got Flutter <laughs> 3.3. Yeah, feels big like, day today. Yeah, it feels like,、um, like, I don't know, like, like Christmas morning or something like that, you know? Just getting <laughs>、yeah. all these improvements. <laughs> like, <laughs> I get that feeling.、Um, I kind of, you know, so, had this thought of like, oh, the next version of Flutter is going to come. It's going to come. It's going to come soon.、Uh, and, this, yeah. and today it dropped. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> nice. So, for people, like, we'll focus on this new update for this whole episode. And we'll,、uh, I'll make sure to link the, the articles below if you want to get more detailed insights onto all the changes. But we'll, on a very high level, we'll go through all of the changes because there's quite a lot to go through. And、mm-hmm. each of them are pretty exciting. So,、um, yeah. and we, I'm gonna, not, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just gonna, I was gonna say, we're not uploading this episode today. So, like, we, other people listening,、mm. tune in, like, oh,、sure. Flutter already, like, Flutter 3.3 already released, were already released, you know, a few days ago. True. <laughs> yeah. This will be a, a day or two delayed.、Um, yeah. Just yeah. that in mind. That's a, that's a, that's a good thing. It's like, as of recording. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the first thing I think maybe we'll touch on is the new graphics engine. And it's、in、good that、color. we have David here because <laughs> I have very limited understanding of it. Like, and we have this new Impeller, that's what it's called. And、um, with this, I think they used this new app. What was the new app called?、Uh, Wondrous. Wondrous. This is their app that they're trying to showcase. Um, using this engine. And so I actually downloaded it. I think David downloaded it as well.、Mm-hmm. And we were just kind of、um, looking at the you know, animations and the performance of, of, of the app. But just for people like me that don't understand the underlying like, engine and the rendering and all that with the skier and all that, like, can you just break down like, what is actually going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.、Uh... So,、uh, you know, obviously I'm not like a rendering、uh, like, expert, but from what I know,、uh, previously,、uh, mm-hmm. oh, okay, so previously Flutter uses, or currently as well, Flutter uses this rendering engine called Skia. They pretty much have this、uh, from Chrome. Chrome is like、mm-hmm. the rendering engine from Chrome as well.、Um, they have this for iOS and,、um, and Android as well, and as well as other platforms except for web.、Uh, the thing、mm-hmm. is, though, that. <clears throat> Now, this engine has this、uh, issue、um, that on, on iOS, especially, it has some、uh, jank on like,、uh, the first run on some animations. And that's, that's a really big issue. I think we've touched on this before. I think a lot of Flutter developers, like newer or old, they, they probably heard of this.、Um, it's like an ongoing discussion. People hate Flutter for, for that a lot. Um, mm. Namely, there's this guy named TechLead <laughs> on YouTube. He blasts this issue a lot, which I think is a good thing.、Uh, mm. He really brings this、um, issue to attention. But、um, the, the issue is surrounding the, the animation jank.、Uh, this happens because um, Skia um, has to compile the shaders. So, shaders are like small pieces of like、mm. animation,、uh, like sort of like. You know, very low level code、um, that 
you know, describes whatever graphics to render. <clears throat> and these, uh, these shader uh, files have to be compiled at runtime, which is not a good thing because you don't know how long they're going to take. Right? And that's, what, that's what's causing the, the rendering jank. Um, and it is sort of not possible or not, you know, not feasible to just fix, fix Skia, like re-engineer Skia to fix this mm -hmm. issue. That's why Feather is uh, working on this new engine called Impeller. And this, mm. um, if, if you guys go to the um, the GitHub page for this um, for this engine, it actually describes um, a lot a lot of things in detail. But I'll just uh, read it here. Um, re I'll just read the most important things. Uh, those are that um, this render engine will have like all the shaders compiled um, before uh, the app running. So all the pipeline state objects will be compiled like upfront and they're like um so so this way we can have like predictable um performance you won't have like a sudden frame drop and um just from my experience of using the wanderers app there is no initial jank it, it feels actually pretty smooth there are some cases where it's not reaching 60 frames per second i feel like but uh, mm -hmm. those are in the places where a lot their their images um, I think mm -hmm. this is more of a develop, developer issue rather than the framework because um, the other parts like the animation is super smooth. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, that's like that's the the what's like on a high level what's going on right between these two. That projects. makes sense. Like compiling at runtime versus mm -hmm. compiling like before before the in, like actual app has even started. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's so cool and i'm just looking at the the wondrous app um and yeah i think i did experience a little bit of that like the frame the fps dropping a bit um mm -hmm. but that's a good point you're making it's probably got more to do with the like it's a developer problem on his code rather than mm. the the engine like lacking the the, the performance um you know, even this app is really well built. I feel like yeah, it's so, it is definitely it's, very. Well it's so like nice and sleek, and I don't think I've ever seen an app that's like so like to this level of like animations and and smoothness. It's got a lot of customizability on this. Like, it's a lot. What about you? Have you, have you seen? Have you seen this? Like something <laughs> like this? It's like it's like so like next level. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like. Usually people, you know, bigger teams focus on uh, usability more. They don't really want to have, like, this many, like, cool animations. This is definitely a show-off app. And they're, like, showing yeah. off, oh, we can do this, like, all these, like, cool animations. They even have, like, haptics built in. Um, yeah. Just to make, make it feel, like, really nice. Uh, mm. But, I mean, like, it, it's a really cool app. It, it's really smooth. Um, I'm quoting Tim Sneath here. He said that mm -hmm. the impeller um, engine is supposed to be silky smooth. And Sil <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure about you. It, it says, uh, I'm quoting, uh, so quote, it delivers um, silky smooth animations consi considerably, raising the bar for what applications can expect uh, from a multi-platform UI toolkit. Um, yeah. I don't know about you, but I think I would consider silky smooth to be... Uh, constant like highest frame rate you can get and mm. i think mostly this app is able to do this um mm. and also silky smooth in sort of indicates how 
the animation is supposed to feel. It's supposed to feel like very natural, like the curves, like the physics mm. is very very mm. natural. Like uh, how how responsive it is, to, like scrolling. Um, you know how um, how touching, how gestures feel, and it does yeah. feel like really luxury, like this app. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> luxury. Yeah, yeah. Like everything, it's like there's so much extra. Uh, yeah, like icons and text widgets there's a lot of things spinning around that you don't it's not um <laughs> it's not necessary for the usability of it but you're right it's like <laughs> such a show-off it's like such a flex like yeah. this is what you can do um, <laughs> even as someone like that uses flutter when i look at an app like this it it kind of opens my eyes a bit more on like like i guess like pushing the limits of it it's like wow i didn't know that you could you know make it look like this like it looks so nice and everything's just like zooming in and out um i think if you show someone that has question question marks about flutter and they haven't used it and they like download this app because before it used to be i was talking about you i was talking mm. about this with you just then but like it used to be like reflectly like that was mm. the app where yeah. you guys like ah oh, like that's like, they keep pushing that and it's like oh look at this it looks such good colors and like looks so mm. nice but like <laughs> um, this is the next. This is the next level of that. <laughs> mm, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm. I'm hoping to see this on the Flutter homepage. Yeah. Wow. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, we were just talking about the Wondrous app, and it was just using the um, the new engine of uh, Impeller. So that's that's really exciting. Uh, hopefully, yeah. like all the performance wise, hopefully everything gets better. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I recommend you guys check out three articles. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we, if possible, we can link it down below. For sure. So the three articles are, uh, the, the first one's the main one that Tim Sneath uh, writes. Uh, he, he writes those articles, uh, like the announcement articles, every, you know, every announcement. Flutter is now on a quarterly announcement or quarterly stable release schedule. They try to release four stable versions to the, you know, to the stable channel uh, every year. Uh, on top of that, they have uh, Flutter betas. The, the beta uh, builds go uh, in every month, sort of, and they they cherry pick that. Um, so the the first article is like a, the the like the high level overview of what Flutter three point three you know brings. It's like a lot of official talk, uh, not too much detail, but um, they did talk about Wondrous app and um, Impeller. And there's the second article about the actual uh, announcement. So the actual announcement includes like, um, like what are the actual you know changes uh, to Flutter the framework. And there's also a uh, the third article is the Dart 2.18 uh, announcement article or, or change log. <laughs> uh, that's also pretty important. Um, it brings uh, Objective C and uh, and Swift interopt interoperability. Um, that's pretty big. Um, and, and yeah, so I guess we could start with some like further changes. Uh, there's yeah. some big changes, uh, big and small. Um, so other than, in, other than Impeller, um, there are many changes coming to the, f- coming to the framework. Uh, one of the really good, like a quality of life feature is that now you can have entire blocks of, uh, you know, multiple text widgets to be selectable. So yeah, that's really cool. So previously you have selectable text, um, but now, you know, like if you have like on the web, you can just use your mouse to sort of select everything. And that's kind of the the expected behavior from like web users, right? And now Flutter can do this. You can just mark 
the entire uh, uh, you know area to be selectable. Um, but yeah, uh, do you think this is gonna be a, a thing that you use a lot, Mitch? Like yeah, just about this glo this um global selection, and mm -hmm. just correct me if I'm wrong, but I was actually just kind of doing a little bit of research just before this about the because there was a selectable text widget before mm -hmm. this, right? Yeah, and then. I guess the problem with that was um, you couldn't select across multiple widgets. Like mm. if you had like a text widget there and a, a text widget at the below, I couldn't like drag, like get the whole thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Was that the main issue with it? And then that's why they had to come yeah. up with this global selection? Mostly. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's good. And also you can just select like anything. Yeah. Um, any that's, text. That's really good. Cool. That's 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 what I want to see. It's not just a blob of an object that I can't interact. Like I can't <laughs> drag things around. <laughs> and I'm sure this would, I imagine, get picked up in the search engine. Hmm. That is probably not gonna be possible. Uh, okay, that's not possible. Yeah. That right. that's so not it's, it's, it's not a it's not a Man. SEO improvement thing then. No. But uh, okay. yeah. But I mean, it is making like progress toward making for the web better. Uh, they're kind of mm. related. Yeah, right. But yeah, SEO is sort of a, another big area where uh, we can talk about that more. But you know, other like other uh, single page applications like React apps also suffer from SEO issues. So it's not just Flutter; it's like this right, okay. whole you know genre of apps that are right. just single one single uh, JavaScript bundle. Um, but yeah, yeah, we can we, maybe we'll touch on it on a on a different day, but. That's yeah. it's, it's probably more complicated than I'm thinking. I was like, oh, you can select it. You can <laughs> Google can pick up on the search engine, but I guess it's not that simple. I guess Google is just not good enough to do that. Like, come on, right, Google. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah. Uh, so like going down. Uh, next up, we have um, uh, a trackpad improvement, and um, I actually like uh, started to use this API because I I was using the beta um, channel. And this API now allows you to um, listen to trackpad gestures. So on trackpad, you have some more gestures than what you have on mouse. So other than just scrolling, now you have a zooming, panning, rotation, and um, I believe um, some more gestures. But mostly, I feel like what people use, what people might want the most is uh, just zooming and panning, uh, zoom and pan. And uh, this this gesture is, I feel like, especially you know prevalent on uh, for for Mac users, because like you, I, I'm not sure if you guys heard about you know how Mac users they they say like oh we don't even use mouse we don't use mice we we just use our trackpad, and I I, I personally use tra my trackpad it's re like really easy to use, um, yeah, uh, so like desktop apps especially Mac apps enjoy the trackpad benefits. However. Yeah. <laughs> Regarding this up update, uh, this update has limited support for trackpad. Um, it has iPad track, uh, trackpad gestures, as Windows, it has Linux, it has Mac. However, um, on uh, on some platforms, some gestures are not fully covered yet. Um, namely, on Windows, rotation is not covered. On Chrome OS, rotation and zoom uh, is not really possible but still use uh, uh usable um on windows uh panning and zooming 
have you know have some caveats. If you read the design doc, it has some more detailed inf- information. But right. most uh, most unfortunately, none of these are available for web yet. That is mm. that is really sad. Um, so I was actually investigating on on this issue. Uh, yeah. uh, I, I just want to touch on it a little bit more. Uh, yeah. The technical reason for the web not supporting this gesture issue is that um, actually the web does does provide API for zooming and panning uh, uh, for on your trackpad. However, the Flutter API, uh, if you use uh, gesture de- detector or the listener widget, it usually it, it provides three different callbacks. It provides um, on gesture start, on gesture uh, update, and end. Uh, however, mm. web only provides on update, so it, mm. it it's not like a really smooth um, you know user experience, like mm. a, not really smooth like API experience, right. like not really consistent API uh, scheme. Uh, however, it's still like pretty easy to if you wanna if you wanna actually implement a trackpad for web, it's pretty easy. Uh, you just have to um, write a simple fu- uh, JavaScript function and then uh, write a uh, JavaScript interoperable function in Dart and then inject that into your JavaScript code. Uh, so it's not mm. super hard. Okay. It's just kind of unfortunate it's, it's not here with this release. Uh, I actually talked mm. to the the Flutter dev. Um, they responded. To me regarding this issue, they're actually like really open. Um, I, I talked I talked with him about how you know it's, it is still possible to implement this with web, implement you know track mm. trackpad gestures with web, and he was like I'll like I'll look into this more, and he's like explained why like the you know the three callback thing. Yeah, but yeah, uh, wow. But still, that's like uh, like a good thing to have like you know trackpad sure, gestures. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's actually so good. And yeah, thanks for clarifying about the the web situation as well. Um, mm. So we had we had we had the global selection trackpad. Next one is Scribble. Yeah, um, this is a big one. <laughs> this is this is really cool. Um, I've actually like with seeing all this before this update came out in my mind. I was like, because I used my iPad. Like I use my Apple Pencil a lot, mm-hmm. and like, um, just my brain has been kind of open in that area of like, oh, like you know, it'd be cool to make an Apple Pencil related application, right? Mm-hmm. And then I saw this thing, the Scribble, um, and I think my understanding of Scribble is, it's an Apple technology, right? Like it's a technology that they have, and so on, yeah. my, on the iPad you can just use the Scribble, but like this, you can now do it in your Flutter app. And use that Apple technology in your Flutter app. Yeah. So that's, that's have, pretty sick. And it's just yeah. the text field. You just have any text field and it's just enabled by default. Wow. Yeah, that's really cool. That's honestly super cool because like that thing is implemented in the operating system layer. And right, and Flutter yeah. is like in this entire thing. And if you were using, if you were building like um, a Swift app or an Objective-C app, you don't have to do mm. anything to enjoy like features like Scribble, right? Apple has already enabled all the, the text field, like all the system, you know, provide a text mm, field for yeah. you. Like, or yeah. sorry, they have enabled the scribble feature for all the text fields. But Flutter, it's like a, it's like their own engine, right? So Flutter has to yeah. somehow build it into it. Um, somehow work around with that, work with that API and then enable, dynamically enable the API where, you know, where text field, where Flutter text fields are being rendered. Um, so so yeah. good. 
that's really good to have um, i love it because they're not yeah. it's not they're not even they didn't even need to reinvent the whole like handwriting to like text they could just mm. use the <laughs> this scribble yeah <laughs> i love how easy it is as well it's like yeah you just upgrade your flutter and then we just have it in a text field mm-hmm. um you know just about this particular f- uh, feature of handwriting to text um do you know if it's only english like can you do other languages or maybe like math like can you do like math um that would be sick uh, <laughs> if if they had that one day in the future like oh 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 good it is multi-language it is multi-language oh it is multi-language yeah it is multi- it but depends not, not on the what, math. yeah it depends on what input method you have uh, like w- it depends on what input method you have like uh, active and it'll write that mm. um stuff down um and it'll like detect whatever language you know in, in whatever language uh but i don't think math is you know there uh mm. math is like probably way too difficult for them <laughs> to implement because right. there's so many like symbols uh like I, i've used like um apps like calculator or nibble mm. there's an app called nibble and they um they're part of a, a company that does scribbling or scribble detection uh, I forgot what the company was called. Uh, they even have an mm. open API for that, but um, mm. it isn't like the, the the math detection isn't really like consistent. You kind of have to learn how to write so that they so so that the thing recognizes. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the other funny thing I was gonna uh, when I was looking at this scribble, um, and I was like, the tech has gotten to a point not the not that math situation but the this with the handwriting in english and other languages it's gotten good to a point where if your handwriting is so bad that they can't recognize it it's your problem you should fix up your handwriting <laughs> like you know what i mean like the text yeah. good enough like it's <laughs> um, yeah yeah because that otherwise it's like what you were saying about that other company that was doing the the math version of it it's mm-hmm. like because that tech is not good enough it's like you have to write it in their particular way right mm-hmm. um but like with with english and other languages it's 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 pretty good i noticed one thing like when i was actually just using the i guess the scribble tech not through flutter but just on my ipad sometimes mm-hmm. it's I, I find it difficult when like you're taught you're writing in a bit of slang like oh you intention you intentionally want to make a typo or whatever like a spelling oh error yeah or whatever. Um, <laughs> that kind of that kind of is a random thing I ran into, but mm. um, but yeah, this is this is really cool. Uh, and maybe just moving on to the next one because we have a lot of this stuff to get through. <laughs> um, the text input to improve support for rich text editing, and this is your domain, really. Mm. What, what what's the what's the change here? Is it um, is it um, an important change? Uh, I wouldn't say it's my domain. I was just like kind of. I think I, I I talked about this like uh, previously, um, yeah. actually, <laughs> and, and I'm flying high with Feather as well. <laughs> right, um, yeah. I was just like I was just uh, kind of upset that there isn't uh, any good rich text editing support for Flutter. Uh, now they have this uh, like now we have this sort of improvement. It's not really a okay so. They didn't. It's not like they're not really like adding a rich text edit. It's not what's going on here. They're just mm. they're simply providing um, a better API for text delta or text input detection. That's simply what happens. 
and they made a little demo. If you try that demo, the demo is pretty bad. It's like nowhere yeah, as good. I, I checked it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because text editing, or rich text editing, believe it, believe it or not, is like an insanely hard thing to to do. It took Microsoft mm. like twenty years to to really get that right. You know, Microsoft yeah. Word and stuff, and right. like, um, because yeah. there's so many small things that you have to implement that you don't really think about. Like you would think, oh, rich text editing is it's easy, but like if you actually were to like go off and try to make it, it's it's mm. like it's actually very hard. Um, but yeah, but I feel like this API is gonna like help those um, uh, plugin or package um, authors creators to better work on those um, rich text editors. Uh, yeah. it, it's kind of a shame that this is not a built-in widget uh, because like mm. a rich text editor is sort of a built-in widget for um, s- like some existing frameworks. Like for, uh, you know, Microsoft Windows Form, um, some, some, some of the frameworks for those, uh, you know, you have a default rich text editor. But... Right. But yeah, that that works pretty well. How, um, we'll we'll keep talking about it until one day they they have like Flutter's own. <laughs> they just come out with their own rich text editor. Like, surely yeah. one day, right? Like, they should they should do that. Like, mm. but yeah, that's yeah. that's really interesting. Like, that's one of those things that, as you said, as a user of just tech, you never really truly appreciate like. Mm-hmm. The un- under the hood, and when you just said like Microsoft took twenty years to develop it and correctly uh-huh. implement it in like Microsoft Word and stuff, it's like just this whole other side of appreciation that I just didn't have for it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Wow. If if you think about it, like think or imagine now, if you were to make Google Docs in Flutter, like can yeah. you do that? It, it would be a big project, but like. Like if you Oof. think about like is is it possible to make Google Docs with Flutter? And right now, I don't think I actually don't think it's possible to make Google Docs with Flutter. That's like Google Docs quality right now. So first mm-hmm. of all, Google Docs is completely web based, and mm-hmm. um, Flutter web like you have there's so many quirky things you have to work around. Um, yeah. And just how you know we're currently, you know uh, how the framework itself. Uh, manages like all the text editing states uh, mm. like uh, it's still not totally possible to do something like like Google like how good Google Docs does it uh, but I think this is a really good change that's like um, you know moving toward that um, you know like zone mm. yeah <laughs> moving toward that goal yeah well, that's yeah. good yeah now this is what we, this is what we want to see you know in every update um mm-hmm. The next one is Material Design Three. Yeah, I realized they've been trying to make the make this. They're trying to push this material, like their own chips and app bar. And I'm just looking at them. They look pretty, pretty good, pretty clean. Mm. Um, obviously, you can make your own version of any buttons or chips or whatever. But one thing I liked here was the medium and large app bar. Yeah. Um, sometimes, sometimes cool. like, sometimes like I don't want. Like if I go to Dribble and then there's like a really good looking UI and I want to clone mm-hmm. it. Some of the apps, it's not a traditional just app bar. It's like, it's actually quite a, like a third of the screen of it is like an app bar kind of. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can just scroll it all down. And so mm-hmm. like I've been like in the scaffold 
instead of specifying it in the app bar, which I guess you technically could put a bigger app bar in the app bar, like mm. uh, in the, like section in the scaffold. But then I've always just been like putting an overall list view or like an overall column and just in there, I'll put my own custom app bar because just the size wise, it's like you can just put in a lot of different ones. Mm. And so it's almost like they've read my mind of this. Um, there's another package that they always talk about, which is the sliver app bar. Mm-hmm. And that's the one where you kind of scroll down and then the app bar stretches out. It kind of looks similar to that. Mm. This medium and large app bar. It looks like a very like smaller version of the sliver app bar. Mm. Where you've got the normal app bar and then you scroll down and then it'll expand it out. Um, so, I mean, I guess that's that's cool. Do you have any thoughts on these visual material design three? Yeah, I feel like Flutter tries to like Flutter tries really hard to keep up with material design. They try to make a one to one match with material design. Mm. I'm not sure if, if it's a good thing or not. Um, I think there are like people who say that oh, this like they they shouldn't really try to do that because it, it changes way too fast that you can't really keep up. Um, but I feel like uh, it is good that like to 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 be able to like use all the you know all the widgets that Material Three specifies, and uh, mm-hmm. you know all the animations Material Three has. Um, Material Material Three tries to be like kind of uh, like playful and stuff. I don't have an Android phone right now, but I, I've mm-hmm. heard people with like um, Android Twelve, they they're like um, you know they're they're saying how how nice Material Three is. Um, it's mm-hmm. like not like traditional UI. It tries to be like playful. It tries to have like different shapes and sizes, different colors. You're you're like um, the the design language is less, um, I guess, less rigid. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, like having these widgets, like uh, knowing that, like, would would you just if you just use that widget, it's gonna be like, it's gonna look really standardized. It's gonna look really like, um, you know pretty it's yeah um, it's always good yeah this is good but yeah uh um, but also just uh i just want to touch on the app bar thing uh, i think yeah. one of the advantage of having or one of the advantage of using um like the app bar widget is that mm. they actually you can you can provide a, a brightness uh property to that class hmm. um and that controls the status bar the system status bar color so if you uh, like on the very top like yeah, your, I know what you mean yeah. yeah, the time you know battery. Yeah, yeah. So you have control over that easily. That's that's uh, you, a very good point. That's a very. I good mean, point. you can always manually set it, but. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, I mean, but, yeah. it's just easier when you just specify the brightness, dark light, yeah. or whatever, and the whole everything changes. That's a very yeah. good point. Yeah. <laughs> um. And the in just in the end of this article, um, there's some other things we got. The desktop section. Mm. Yeah, what what is what is this talking about? Previously, the Windows desktop application version was set by a file specific to the Windows application. This behavior was inconsistent with the way other platforms set their version. So and you know so how now you can set it in PubSpec.yaml file. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> it, I mean, like be, between platforms, it's still a little bit inconsistent. Like. Um, like on on Android, if you try to release your app with a duplicated build number, um, mm. Play Store won't take it. But if, yeah. if on iOS, they 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 allow you to have you know 
you know, duplicate the bill numbers, but different version right. numbers. Uh, so it's still, I, I guess it's still kind of inconsistent in that sense, but uh, having or being able to manage everything in your pub spec YAML file is nice. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Cool. And then just yeah, going on the end of this, the packages, there's some VS Code extension enhancements, mm -hmm. Go router, um, and some performance related stuff at the end. So any just anything just on the in this whole article that you want to touch on? There's like a lot of stuff in the <laughs> in the end of this. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh there's this um there's this image um thing or image performance improvement thing I want to touch on. Because uh one of the yeah. comments in Reddit say said that was saying that it, it cost it, it's causing a crash on if you use the uh the package Flutter cache network image is causing a crash. Yeah. I'm not sure uh what's going on in there, but I just want to bring it to you know to people's attention that it could be a, an issue to check for. Um but other than that, I, I think this is really uh, a really cool release, a really good release. It's you can see like the focus is being put on just you know, just like quality performance which is good you have yeah. like a big focus on impeller you have um mm. uh you, you know you have a bunch of like uh, stability performance updates uh upgrades and um you know like all these quality of life things like like scribble like text um you know text input stuff like selectable selectable text um so i really like the the direction that Flutter is now moving toward that it's like trying to be um like trying to be a framework that's really robust because I feel like yeah. just uh, details win people over. Um, that's like the thing that people yeah. really cares about because you it, you can have like all the widgets, you know, in the world, but if your app has like some little things <laughs> that don't work, <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. then, you know, it, it's like a big downgrade or a bit big, um, I guess like a part of that people don't really appreciate yeah or oh, and you know like how people the list of things that people can nitpick about flutter is is getting less and less right <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's, some people you know when they pick a certain issue like flutter can't do this and they just like blow that up like mm. um yeah but I, you I, would mm -hmm. no, sorry go ahead oh uh i was gonna say like i feel like mostly what people really criticize right now uh, yeah. If other uh, resides in a few things, uh, one of them is web. I think that's the. Mm -hmm. I, I want to touch on that later. But uh, the other thing is uh, scrolling, just scrolling experience. Um, I'm not sure if you notice the the further like scrolling experience isn't really um, the same as native. Mm. If you if you try it on iOS, um, yeah, the, like scrolling feels slightly off in further. Like sometimes, like you would not intend to scroll a big you know distance but then like suddenly your sc scroll view shoots up mm. um, right and right, I, right. I, I think I've seen a, a post in reddit I'm trying to find that post um, but I, I think that post is about somebody moving to react native um, alright <laughs> have, you, have you seen that one I mean yeah I did um like yeah, I put it on a doc. I was I was was wondering if you were interested in it or not. 
But yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's okay. Yeah, I think I think it was about that. What was his reason for switching? Well, in the post. Yeah, the post. Uh, the only reason that that was mentioned was scrolling. Uh, really? So, oh, really? So that person's point was that. Uh, so that person's reason for sc- switching is that further. Um, uh, so so quote further app just feels off and out of place. Especially on iOS, scrolling is not mm. the same, and that is the main issue. It feels foreign with uh, when interacting with the app. End quote. Um, I thought that was really interesting because that's literally the only reason that they brought up. Is and, and I feel like feel like feel off like other apps feel off. It's kind of a, it's kind of a, like a really you know, like ambiguous thing to 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 comment on. Uh, right. I'm, I'm not sure about your thoughts. Like, how, what do you feel about like further scrolling? Right. Yeah, I can. I'm just reading the guy's post here. Like, that's his main reason, right? It's on mm-hmm. iOS. Um, but that's really interesting. Like, I don't, I, I didn't know about the, the issue that you brought up about like you want to just do a little, like the magnitude of your finger scrolling. You were saying sometimes it would just like kind of just flick like to the complete other side. It, it um, wouldn't do that like that dramatically, but sometimes like the right. velocity of like the acceleration isn't really what you imagine. Um, I, I was just reading the comments here, and somebody said, yeah. uh, "Do you think end users are able to discern a difference?" And the person mm. says, "Yes, absolutely." And the the re- the reply, "Yes, absolutely," got fifteen downvotes. I was like, "What?" Mm, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, I feel like other people can't really take criticize critis- you know criticism. <laughs> well because yeah yeah um because i i feel like though like what this person has to say it, it the post is kind of ambiguous um that person also says uh oh i've tried impeller it's better if uh, but it still feels off um i also have the same like feeling of impeller feels a little bit better in that sense as well like scrolling it has been improved a little bit um but <clears throat> i mean the scrolling issue still kind of exists and I, i've heard other people saying this like posting on Reddit before as well. Um, I think it is a good, you know, thing to bring up to, uh, bring up to like the father team. Mm. But yeah. Like as a user, like it's um, like when I'm just scrolling around, honestly, I didn't like, it's, it's a good issue to bring up, but like, is it that bad? Like just, is it like when you're scrolling and then like, it just feels a little stuttery, like a, like a smidge stuttery. Is that basically what we're talking about? Um, not not really that. It's like more of like the, like, if you like if you did this kind of if you did this scroll mm. with this initial velocity, like, um, what right, end up yeah. happening on screen is different compared to native. Okay, um, right. I see. I see. I I don't think so, honestly. I oh, oh sorry. Go on. Yeah. No. No. Continue on. Like I was just wondering what specifically what the problem is with the scrolling oh i see yeah it's it's just about how scrolling feels <laughs> i i can't mm. be i guess less ambiguous than what that person is <laughs> honestly but i i honestly I, I i agree that most people most users aren't gonna feel a difference aren't gonna like see a difference because um they you know most users aren't like that picky about how this like not as picky as the app developers themselves right um 
they, they don't really know how like the app is supposed to like from their point of view there, there is no flutter there is no native there is no whatever other things like react yeah. native um there is just apps and they they you know use apps uh so yeah. they can't really tell but i mean uh i i would agree with this um this you know like auth- like post author um yeah regarding how like scrolling feels a little off but this person like kind of over exaggerates the issue but i don't think it is like that big of an issue i I just think that it is an issue so it like people shouldn't really like downvote him (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's almost like a um actually where do you where do you go to get a sort of balanced opinion on this stuff because like um if when i'm just scrolling reddit flutter dev as you said it will be like very biased toward a certain like it's like just a certain group of people that are here right Mm. Um, so do you do you sometimes lurk in the like say react native uh subreddit as well just to get like a kind of balanced out opinion of what's going on i I never look at react native by the way uh or react native subreddit i never really look into that subreddit um but i just feel like further um i guess like further um like the subreddit itself people are kind of like people are not really accepting or accepting of like Fourian things. Like if you say, mm. Oh, I'm switching to react native. People are like, Oh, you're not, you're, you're, you're wrong and stuff. Mm. Um, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's always, always a funny question as well. Sometimes you'll see on Reddit, um, someone that doesn't use any of these technologies and they will be like trying to get an opinion. Should I use flutter? And if you're asking on Flutter Dev, then well, you're gonna get one answer. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I, I think the person also cross-posted on React Native subreddit. Uh, Ooh. Uh, let's see. Like about this exact same post. Yeah. Oh, the uh, one of the person says um, cross-posted to our React Native. So I can get a perspective from the other side. Also, holy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, holy crap! Uh, other people, other dead people. You can have people can have different opinion on things without being a show. Uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> oh man, it, it, it's really it's really interesting how the the other community is like this. Um, yeah, looking at the React Native. Uh, subreddit the yeah, the first one, like? the first person says uh, i'm not a hater of, of flutter at all but those commenters <laughs> on the flutter sub are hateful i stay away from those places <laughs> and those people <laughs> um but yeah another you, person you know this said, guy oh no no sorry yeah no, say your thing oh i was uh, <clears throat> i was reading another person's post he says yeah 100 yeah. percent agree with this post Flutter apps on iOS have a distinct uncanny valley feeling to them and is a mm. big reason why I went to React Native when testing the two sides by side by test, side by side. Hmm. And so that this guy who posted and he said, Oh, and I've tried Impella, but it's it's better but it still feels off. Um so what's your opinion on that? I mean, in some of your apps, I mean without like uh, making everything public but like just some of your apps you you had a, you had a quick look at the impeller right just then mm. um, yeah is that super, what this guy did like 
<laughs> yeah, five days ago for sure but he said it still feels off like what's your opinion on that yeah um you know uh we like tried impeller and uh impeller is like it works really smooth it like the performance is really good and i'm just surprised mm. that it works like it works out of the box it just works um mm. but uh but in terms of like the feeling off part i think mm. they're mostly just talking about scrolling uh mm. like just how scrolling feels on, on like on your mm. finger and that's kind of hard to tell like how like why is it why does it feel off like feeling off is so <laughs> ambiguous they can't it's like not a constructive feedback almost um <clears throat> but i'm i'm just gonna i'm just gonna <laughs> nail down one more time about the scrolling feeling off um and you were trying to describe about the like the velocity of a little flick it would behave a little bit different than if it was a on just natively on ios right yeah, because um, um, I guess like if you, hmm, I wanna if you open up your like phone app, if you try to like scroll yeah. through all the all the incoming calls, if yeah. it feels it feels really smooth, <laughs> like, yeah, it feels like how, how, how it's supposed to, right? If you, if you yeah. open the Wanderers app, and from there, if you scroll, you know. It does feel a little off, and but you're not you're not talking about frames per second there, right? No, um, not 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 about frames per second. Okay, you know what? One like specific thing I can talk about is that if yeah. you try to scroll, and then all of a sudden you try to scroll the other direction, mm-hmm. uh, like if you try to scroll down, and, that, and then all of a sudden you you scroll up again, so you swipe your finger down again. Um, mm-hmm. It would feel like that the second scroll in the opposite direction doesn't have as much of an effect as you would have on native. On native, if you're like, mm. if the list is going in one way and then you scroll the other way, the list stops immediately and then goes the other way. Like it, it has like the same velocity. But on on Flutter, it 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 slows oh. down and then it goes back. It, it almost like you're you're dragging it a little bit. Do you, do you it's like that? a little lag. Yeah, it's a little drag. Yeah, yeah. There's a little now. lag. Yeah, it, it, like if, like if if my fingers on this word, it like it doesn't huh. go directly. It's like a little delay, little. Yeah, like, you're drag. like, yeah, you're like you're okay. like dragging it. Wait, wait, go back, go back. <laughs> but I, I, I see mean, what you guys are talking about now. Yeah, like a regular user, you probably won't realize this, but the more you feel, like the more you try oh, it. I more, noticed this now. Yeah, the more noticeable it is. Okay, honestly, I feel like this, like, a good analogy of this issue is, like, the iPad mini jelly effect issue. I'm not sure if you heard about that. What's that? But, but like, when uh, when the iPad mini first came out, and when you try to scroll around things, mm-hmm. um, let's say when you try to, like, cha- like swipe on your home homepage, the app yeah. kind of tilts. Like, the screen kind of tilts itself. Um. Mm. It's like a jelly scrolling effect. Uh, it's one of those things where you don't really realize it, but if you see it, you cannot unsee it again. You like you you see that issue if you if you look at things and stuff. Like it, it was like quite um, like people saw that. It was like, oh wait, how can Apple ship this and stuff? But it turns out it is a display issue that happens on all screens. Like every screen has this. It's just that I- iPad Mini is like small, so you kind of notice this. Um, but I feel like yeah, the same I, I, thing goes <laughs> for Flutter. <laughs> right. I feel like same thing goes for yeah, Flutter. Yeah, I did. Yeah. But yeah, but... Uh, you know, like, people don't... 
really realize this. Like, your end users probably won't realize this. But as developers, this is a real issue. Like, I feel like, you know, I feel like this is making it not as good um, yeah. in a way. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm glad, like, you, you told me about this thing because I know exactly what you're talking about now. I really want to just record a slow-mo video comparing, like, on Flutter Scrolls, like, on... Because I, I just want to see this in action. I want to see, like, if, like a yeah. slow-motion video capturing how my finger stops the screen and the screen still goes for a little bit. I want to see how that is. Yeah. It's... Even without that, I can just see it with my naked eye. Yeah. But, yeah, I was looking at the your jelly ipad mini jelly because I, d- I didn't hear about that and i'm looking at the video i was looking for this i was like what are you talking about and i was like i need this 1000 frames per second slow-mo video <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like that's what you're talking about right like you want to just slow it down see what's actually going on um, yeah yeah i think it's one of those things again it's like one of those things where it's it's i wouldn't i don't know i wouldn't say it's a deal breaker but it's one of those things where it's like it doesn't feel, um, yeah, I guess it feels off. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't think of another way to say it. <laughs> That's why we just keep resorting to it feels off. Um, Damn. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I wish yeah. I could be more constructive, but the only real example I can give is just how try on your, like, on, uh, at least on your iPhone. Like, I'm not, I don't have an Android device. I don't know how Android scrolling feels, but at least on, mm. I, on iPhones, if you have one, um, scroll scroll down like scroll like swipe her finger up and watch it scroll and then just Mm -hmm. like um after a very short period of time of uh, scrolling to you know scrolling downwards like immediately scroll up again and you'll you'll see that you'll, you'll feel that instead of like having a firm grip on the screen like on the content it it like it's slippery. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to explain it. Yeah, it's like you're not directly touching it. Yeah, it's you're like, you're like, like <laughs> you're like you're like. It's almost like you're like, um, running. Okay, you're like running on instead of like running on tarmac, and you can quickly turn mm. around. You're like running <laughs> on some kind of like some kind of like marvel or or some kind yeah, of I guess yeah. like basketball like wooden floor. You have right, like yeah, slide yeah. for a little bit and then come back. Right, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Man. Yeah. I I did not expect this conversation of uh Flutter three point three to go in this route. But I mean <laughs> I, I okay, so what are your guys' experience like the uh like on in terms of uh scrolling? Like do you guys feel this like whatever is, is it just us that we feel this like do do you like if you if you try to scroll scroll down scroll up again do you do you see this issue or this potential yeah let issue? us let us know like what's what's the degree of the f- feels offness like what <laughs> <laughs> if we if you have to quantify it like what's the um, yeah but again is again like just to clarify you would say it's even from a developer point of view, it's not a deal breaker, right? It's just mm-hmm. more of like a nice to have, you know. Yeah. Um, well, as as you know, as annoying it is to me, uh, yeah. I still think that at to, like to an end user, they mostly don't realize this. Yeah, 
But then there is a part of me that is still like, I have an iPhone. Like, I just want everything to be crisp. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I don't know what, what's going what's going wrong. This guy seems pretty like next next level how he just switches to another platform because of that though. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, React Native has their own like it, like no matter what pro- like what tools you're using, you always have your issue regarding that tool. Um mm. but my guess that why this issue happens is that <clears throat> like the Flutter framework uses you know, Dart, right? And it's like a separate layer from the render engine and from the gesture uh, detection layer because um, all mm. the gesture detection has to go through the platform channel. Um, mm. Or I guess, like, you know, not the platform channel, but, uh, you know, uh, you have to have native code telling uh, yeah. the, the engine that uh, a touch is happening. So there might mm. be a frame delayed, uh, like compared yeah. to in native, everything is just native, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> It's that's, 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 that's such an, I feel like, natural consequence of like, if you just have the at the back of your mind that Flutter is cross-platform, I feel like this kind of thing, it should be expected, isn't it? Like Yeah. But I mean, ah, uh, like just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know what you feel. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. yeah. I, okay, now I, I can't un- unfeel it now. It, it will never be not off to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I know. I'm glad I drilled down on it because now I can't unsee it either. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you um, know, I, I'll yeah. continuing investigate this issue, and hopefully next week I'll have a full, like full like report on this. Just if if this issue is fixable, if this issue is Ooh. like scheduled to be fixed, if yes, like when is it going to be yeah, fixed? Yeah, or also yeah. just like anything, any information. I'll I'll keep you guys updated. Okay, that's the, the, thanks for that. Because you were saying that's one of the uh, issues that gets brought up commonly. Yeah, you said right. Like uh, yeah, I've definitely seen other people saying like scroll feels off, scrolling feels off. That that's kind of a thing that's hard to quantify, hard to showcase. But yeah. you just feel that. You just feel like oh, it's not, it's not as good. It's not as smooth. But like you can't, you yeah. can't say like, that person says oh it feels off. Other people like bashing him like oh that's so ambiguous. But like we. Like tried it and we found the issue. We we tried to describe it and we came down, we like you know yeah. to the conclusion that it feels off. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm sure you could put like a. It probably exists already, but I'm sure you, if you just put like side by side, you know, like yeah. a native iPhone app, and then you should be able to see the difference easily. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. You know what native? You, you, you know what? Um, uh, hey Mitch, I'm gonna record a slow mo video of yeah. me scrolling yeah. on a native view. <laughs> And then me scrolling yeah. on the Flutter app, and I'm gonna okay, like, yes. I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna like, somehow showcase this, and then just send it to you, and you can like, I guess put yeah, it on put the it in, put it in a video or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think a lot of people will find interest in that actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, just you know, it's. 56 minutes just there was another thing we need to go through which is the the dart 2.18 oh yeah um and Um, again this is another thing where like i feel really out of my depth like can you sort of give your assessment of what's going on here oh yeah so the main thing they put up here is like um the swift interrupt or the swift and objective c interrupt Uh, so previously if you want to call like some platform api 
um, like say for example, if you want to have the screen to stay on, let's say you're making a reading app that um, you have like a bunch of, I don't know, like manga, uh, no- novels, books to read on your app, and you kind of want to have the feature where your app could stay on, not, not having the system to, to lock itself, right? Mm. Um, and there's an API you can call to do that, uh, but it's different on different platforms. On iOS, I forgot what the mm. API was like. Something like, um, like not allow. I, I forgot what the API was called. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but you have to call that API. And previously, you probably have to do that with a plugin. Uh, you have to write a plugin right. to do that. And the plugin might just be like one function uh, of code, and you, you just have to make that entire like boilerplate. Uh, you have to put that plugin, you know, host that somewhere, or just like include that with your app. Um, and then have like a platform channel thing so other people could use that, right? Um, other people can just install that plugin. But now um, you could just use the FFI gen uh, plugin that um, was there before. And you can just simply write your Swift code and just call that from your from your Dart code. And that's, I guess, mm. like, it definitely is way, way easier. <clears throat> they have the example of um, using... Uh, the iOS uh, or you know the Apple NS time zone from yeah. foundations. Uh, H the app pretty much imports the foundation library. Uh, you, you know, like if you're if you try like um, Swift or iOS development, there's this foundation library you you have. Um, but yeah, it pretty much uh, it's it's able to just just use that library and then just call that call functions in there. So yeah, that's that's a big improvement. Right. So that's what interoperability means. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, there was like C interoperability before, but now there is um, there's Swift now. Oh, and Objective C now. Swift mm-hmm. and Objective, but sorry, Swift and Objective C, they can interop with each other like by default. That's like one of the big, mm-hmm. biggest, biggest, well, not one of the biggest, but like that's a Swift feature, right? Swift can just. Right. work with Objective-C together. And now Dart can interop with either one of them. Hmm. But yeah. That's so cool. Um, and then there's some more improvements. Um, one of them is on platform-specific su- uh, HTTP libraries. Um, so that's kind of dr- uh, driving down to the lower level where maybe you want to take advantage of a platform's networking ability. Uh, let's say, for example, on... Um, on iOS, uh, or sorry, on, on macOS, you want to do some networking involving VPNs. Um, mm. You probably want to use some native like APIs to do that. And now you have like uh, now you have a Dart package that exposes a, uh, an API that's that that you know that provides you a, a better, I, I guess, a better range of uh, callbacks you can use. So it has like a, a nice. more native. <laughs> lower level control you can yeah. have. Um, That's good. Um, and uh, you have uh, some like uh, type inference. Um, so there has been an issue. Um, I think I submitted an issue previously about uh, the <clears throat> the dart um, like the dart typing thing that uh, I can't find that issue anymore, um, but uh, the sometimes 
the the parser of the language server you're running on, so what VS Code sees, um, the linter would be kind of inconsistent with uh, the actual compiler, um, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, seems like there's some um, improvement to that. Um, actually, uh, I'm just reading this. Um, actually, I think I think this is something else. Um, yeah, no, actually, never mind. That that wasn't what I, what I was talking about. <laughs> uh, this is about something else. I feel like, um, yeah, this is not in my uh, area of like familiarity. Sorry about but that. Yeah, I wish I could explain more. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna mention that. Lastly, there's some uh, performance input, uh, perf- performance improvement, uh, uh, mostly on uh, the the async await. Um, like, mm. uh, if if your code uses async await, um, now this re- reduces uh, like your your code size. Um, the, there's some improvement in the Dart VM. Um, that uh, I think what was what happens is that um, previously, um, like it copies um, or um, so 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 previously when you like have an async function that returns immediately, so it's it's not calling await in your async function. Um, yeah, there could be. Uh, like the it, it might not be as performant as uh, Google might might have like uh, desired to, uh, and now mm. they have um, they have seen like a performance improvement on uh, micro or like on those like micro tasks. Right. But yeah. <laughs> cool. Sweet. Now it looks like we're at our hour now. I feel like just to finish off unless there's any other specific changes you want to go through um i think like maybe just what's your overall i guess feeling now after seeing this 3.3 um mm. just what's, what's your overall summary of it i feel and like we'll say goodbye <laughs> and then we'll say goodbye to eric's side oh well. yeah that's also a big yeah. thing i feel like we could talk we can like kind of summarize the two points together so uh yeah. so Eric, the co-founder of Flutter, one of the first. Well, well the, I think, like, um, he was like probably one of the first person to just introduce Flutter. Um, right. He's leaving Google after many years. He introduced Flutter uh, at the Dart Summit of 2016, uh, and now he's mm-hmm. leaving Google. So that's uh, that's already like many many years, and usually the tenure was uh, in Google is like three years. <laughs> uh, that's like the average right. time to stay. <laughs> That's already a very long yeah. time. Um, I, I don't feel like discouraged by that particular news um, of Flutter's future, but just in terms of this release, I feel like Flutter has mm. went into a, a, like a more stable uh, progression, you know, velocity in in, in their progressionness, <laughs> like how how much things they're like, what are the the directions they're going at? Are uh, it was the the directions just sort of shifted. Um, less aggressively now that you know they're more focusing on quality control uh, mm-hmm. which is a good thing and I, I feel like yeah. this release uh, even though it's you know less exciting than you know maybe what releases they, they used to have they used you know they like make a bunch <laughs> of new features <laughs> uh, now now mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of uh, quality of life improvements but I think it's still very mm-hmm. good 
yeah. and I do like the directions it's moving toward. Uh, lastly, I'll just say that um, now I see a, a a less of a focus on web um, in their releases. Mm. They don't really talk about web right. that much anymore. Yeah. Um, I, I am still like a really strong believer in Flutter Web. Uh, that mm. Flutter Web is really suitable for certain fun- certain applications. There's there are definitely like a suite or like a genre of applications that like web apps uh, that Flutter Web is really good at building. Mm. Um, yeah. So I I do hope that Flutter you know keeps you know investing in their web technologies. Yeah. I've I've had a similar like you've I think you've been more invested in the website of it and I used to always just say like um I'm good with just mobile but I just over time like I keep increasingly wanting that Flutter web to also <laughs> increase as well. Yeah. Like, that would be that that's like the dream. Like mm-hmm. just make one flat and then you have the Flutter web and mobile like that's next level stuff cuz I think I was when I was talking to you last week about some just about some random like ideas and stuff and I, th- I remember one comment you made that really got me thinking this whole week was uh, does it does this really need to be an app like cause there's so many different form factors of you, for whatever business you have right mm-hmm. um, and so just in terms of like building a web app like yeah if if they uh, you know continue improving that I'm actually all for that like i wish flutter yeah. web one day was like mm. so good to the point where it's just a no-brainer you know people would be like all right flutter can do all three um yeah that's that's next level stuff mm. but yeah in terms of this guy this eric seidel um hopefully you know it's in good hands <laughs> team, right um yeah, uh, I like, I do recommend you guys uh, looking at uh, his uh, you know his uh, his keynote at the Dart Summit in 2016, mm, yeah. introducing Flutter. It's a really good video. He talks about um, you know he pretty much introduces Flutter. And back then, like people were like, "Whoa, that's so cool!" And then you know, like when he shows off like Hot Reload, people are like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when you know when people and when he shows off like how the app feels. Like you can pretty much change how the app feels, like to i like uh, like an iOS app, like an Android app. Like he shows off, oh, you have mm. this control. Like people like people, like, oh, that was so cool. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think I'm actually gonna go back and watch some of these because like, it's pretty cool to see at this time, 2016 or 2015, whenever it was, mm. um, when he introducing it, and to think like we're watching it from the future, <laughs> like yeah. It's uh, like everything he, he's saying. It's like so inspiring. Like <laughs> he he introduced Flutter at the Dart Summit, and the Dart Summit is like full of people who are interested in Dart, not Flutter. They didn't know what Flutter uh, is. They're like, oh, Dart right. is a good language. We love Dart, right? Uh, yeah. There, you know, Dart was supposed to replace JavaScript. That didn't really go too well. Uh, but there are some like Dart fans. But he was like announcing Flip, like an- announcing Flutter. He was like, well, like, you can do this now. Uh, but <laughs> for people like really excited. Yeah. He was like, everything is, this is all dart. People are like, yeah. Right. right. <laughs> well, Eric Seidel, good luck for your future endeavors, bro. Um, yeah. Thank you for bringing thanks for this all to the, the work. world. Yeah, yeah, like actually. Yeah. Um, and hopefully Flutter Team's in good hands. And also yeah. it's good that like, what you were talking about with tech lead and people bringing mm-hmm. up certain issues, it's like, it's such a 
positive thing overall. Even if mm-hmm. someone's criticizing it, it's like a yeah. like put your pride aside, and it's like no, we're just impro- trying to improve this framework, and that's mm-hmm. like such a good thing. And then yeah. each change that comes along, like in each update, it's like they're just working on it, sl- uh, you know, bit by bit. And I feel like mm. it's just yeah, the future's looking pretty pretty bright. And every time I look at these sort of changes, I always um think a lot about like the how much is the framework limiting my what i want to do and how much of it is like i just need to go create now (laughs) you know what i mean Um, yeah so this is really uh really exciting makes me really want to like build stuff so yeah uh any last thing you want to say before you sign off yeah i mean it's an exciting day like uh just whether you're whether you guys start on uh, on impeller on on like the scrolling issue I'm really curious mm. that if you guys think that that's an issue. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. Can't wait to Anything take like to the next level. <laughs> to the next level. Hell yeah. yeah. Anything that we discussed that you guys want to, um, you know, share some of your own experience and your knowledge, then let us know in the comments. And yeah, outside of that, I think we had a pretty good episode. So thanks for the conversation, David. And we'll catch you guys next week. Thank you, Mitch. Bye.